Merry Christmas and welcome to the At The Flicks Advent Calendar. Every day from the 1st of December up to and including the 24th of December, we will be giving you a recommendation for a Christmas film to watch to get you in that festive mood. Some will be films that you know, some you won't. Here's today's recommendation. That deceptive Christmas music doesn't really give any clues as to what today's selection is. It's the ultimate Christmas feature I am, of course, talking about Die Hard from 1988. On Christmas Eve, Detective John McClane, played by Bruce Willis, arrives in Los Angeles with the aim of sorting out his relationship problems with his estranged wife. She now holds a senior executive role at the Nakatomi Corporation, where John goes to meet her. While waiting in the skyscraper offices, John witnesses terrorists take control of the building. Quickly going into hiding, John makes his plans to fight back against this highly armed and ruthless group. The only problem is John is alone, unarmed and shoeless. How can he possibly survive? I thought I told all of you I want radio silence until further... Sorry, Hans. I didn't get that message. Maybe you should have put it on a bulletin board. I figured since I waxed Tony and Marco and his friend here, I figured you and Carl and Franco might be a little lonely, so I wanted to give you a call. How does he know so much about this? This is very kind of you. I assume you are our mysterious party crasher. You are most troublesome. For a security guard? Sorry, Hans, wrong guess. Christmas would not be complete without the film nerd's Yuletide Christmas action classic, featuring a foul-mouthed New York cop, a gang of international terrorists, hostages, massive explosions, and the phrase, yippee-ki-yay, turkey stuffers. This classic movie hails from a time when Bruce Willis could be bothered to act. In fact, Willis is so committed to this role that he worked his day job on the TV show Moonlighting and then Moonlighted on Die Hard in the evening. The announcement of a TV actor moving to a summer blockbuster movie for a salary of $5 million caused outrage in Hollywood at the time and led to demands from other action stars for pay increases. I remember seeing this movie on the weekend it was released in the UK and being stunned at how revolutionary it was compared to the action movie fair of the late 80s. That sense of newness and a fresh approach pervades every part of Die Hard. Willis's John McClane is a radical departure from the 80s muscle-bound and invincible action heroes. I'm looking at you, Rambo and Arnie. The vulnerable and fallible McLean was a breath of fresh air in a genre that had become stale and predictable. The movie turned Willis from a little-known TV actor into an A-list action hero overnight. The dialogue is razor-sharp, funny and eminently quotable. Another departure from the strong silent type of the 1980s. Willis delivers a non-stop series of jokey zingers It's as if the writer Jeb Stewart had taken all the corny one-liners from James Bond and turned them up to 11. Also, a first for an action movie, McLean talks to himself throughout the movie. 
with sarcastic lines like, oh, come out to the coast and we'll get together and have a few laughs. Or one of my favorites, nine million terrorists in the world and I got to kill one with smaller feet than my sister. This movie has a likable everyman New York cop as the hero. But what takes this movie from good to great is the villain, Alan Rickman playing Hans Gruber, a charismatic, charming and driven terrorist. Another departure from the 1980s genre, a believable villain with a clear and achievable goal. He doesn't want to watch the world burn. He just wants the untraceable bearer bonds in the vault. This action movie is just timeless. It bears repeat watching and is so unique that it spawned dozens of cheap ripoffs. However, only two years later, the inevitable sequel emerged. And shockingly, it was almost as good as the first. However, from personal experience, do not watch Die Hard 2 with anyone from the aerospace industry. My younger brother is an aeronautics engineer who completely ruined Die Harder for me with his endless commentaries of, oh, that's not how that works. There were three backup systems to prevent that, and you can't light aviation fuel with a Zippo lighter. That's completely impossible. Those sort of things completely ruined the film for me. Whilst the film might be 132 minutes long, it does seem to rattle along. There's not a single gram of fat on this tightly directed blockbuster. Director John McTiernan delivers a masterclass in upping the peril, driving the suspense and populating every scene with fully three-dimensional characters. It's a great Christmas action movie and I recommend watching the first three Die Hard movies as a trilogy. Go on, it's Christmas, treat yourself. Just make sure you don't watch the second one with a grumpy engineer who lacks the ability to suspend disbelief for a couple of hours. And finally, yesterday's Christmas cracker was who played the elf patch in Santa Claus the movie? The answer is Dudley Moore. Today's Christmas Mel question is, Mel Gibson provided the voice of Rocky in which Ardman film, which is now screened on TV every Christmas? See you tomorrow with the answer. <laughs> oh, it just gets better and better.